Hey there, Tony Akinumi here, and you're listening to the Outside Girl Podcast. Join me every other week as I sit down with some incredible women as we discuss their experiences of feeling like outsiders and what they do now to elevate other women to feel empowered, bold, and live their life unapologetically. So on today's episode, I'm joined by Joanne Santos, who is a self-published author of Growing Wings, which is a collection of poems about triumphing through life's many trials and tribulations. As a person who's gone through a lot of bumps in the road, she continues to tell her story through her writing and has leveraged her experiences to provide resources and tools for other writers to launch their own novels and creative endeavors. Okay, so hi, Joanne. Hi, Tony. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So I'm just going to start off by asking you this question that I ask everybody, um, and that is, when have you ever felt like an outsider, and how do you navigate those feelings? Well, there's definitely several times I've felt like an outsider. I mean, I could think about just even like my last experience being in the childcare field and being in just working with around people that wanted to be in that field. And for me, it's like I always knew that I had an exit exit strategy and I knew that I would only want to I want to be in this field for a certain amount of time and then go and pursue becoming a self-published author so I definitely have felt like an outsider in in that case and then just like going back to when I was younger um, I grew up around a lot of different races but not not many not many girls not many people looks like me so I was like literally the only Filipino girl in my grade for like 10 years so it's just like I think I've always felt like an outsider in that sense and now that um I guess I'm growing as I'm growing older I feel that I'm more embracing just my differences and just like the different things that I have to offer to this world so like it's like I feel like it's something that used to bug me like being an outsider but I feel like the people that do really make a change in this world are the people that do feel like that that mm-hmm. do feel like outsiders you know we're like constantly kind of thinking outside the box yeah like exactly things, right? like yeah. how do you think you felt growing up feeling like you didn't look like everybody else I mean I feel like it kind of became normal after a while because obviously being in the same school with the same people for like that amount of years you kind of just like okay yeah I guess like you know it doesn't you don't really think about it but then it's like when I hit high school and I got to see people that looked like me it was like oh like I really have not been around these type of people like my own people for this long so yeah yeah like it it was cool like I everybody because I grew up with a lot of Spanish and Italian people and um so they all like knew me as that diff like I was different so they all they had a nickname for me and everything like they knew they knew me as that that person but um I guess I guess like as I grew older like and even just going into high school I realized I was like damn I really I really was like different mm-hmm. like from everybody and even now like seeing the people that I grew up with um you know like everyone's de- definitely went their own ways but I feel like even now I still feel like I was definitely like an outsider from them because I went and pursued something totally different even being outside even because the average person or like average person in my race at least like a lot of a lot of filipinos like the the parents always like push them to do like to be a nurse or to be in some kind of field and me not being in that field i definitely feel like yeah like okay i am an outsider because i'm not doing that like i went left field right so um and, and would you say those experiences you had growing up mm-hmm. were what influenced you in, in writing your book? Or, or is there any other experiences that you had that kind of 
helped you with that? I I wish I could say yes because I think I should I should write about that. I never thought about writing about that. Like a lot of my content serves more of the the purpose for like self love and and self discovery and just coming to know self and just going through a lot of different situations especially with relationships and i guess because i find that a lot of people do go through that like that's the human experience like we do go through a lot of things with relationships but i i mean that's actually really good to bring that up because i actually never wrote about that whole experience of me being like an outsider so i think that that would be something so chapter two. yeah <laughs> book two yeah. <laughs> you know so what would you say was the reason why you you know what inspired you is there a specific time that or a specific thing that happened that inspired you to start that or or what exactly was the inspiration for you writing about growing wings i think that since i was young it's always been a, a dream of mine to publish a book i just didn't know how i was gonna do it and then i around i was in my first year at ryerson and i just felt so disconnected from my high school obviously went to different universities and did different things and um I didn't know anybody. At that point, I started writing a lot. And during lectures, I wasn't really paying attention. Mm. So I started writing a lot. And uh, just to get myself in that space of, you know, where I felt like I belong somewhere. So writing has always been not just therapeutic for me, but like a place I go to, to just really get my feelings out. And I would say from then, and even before that, when I was in the mental health ward at about 14 or 15, that was one of the only things that I was able to do was write. So I think from then and going through just like th those situations of, you know, um, being diagnosed with mild um, minor depression and psychosis and then just like going through all of that, it really got me into a place where it's like I really want to write and I really want to be able to share my story in a very unique way. So I chose poetry as my medium, mm -hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy to me. Yeah. Like at, at the age of 14, that's something that you have yeah. to go through. And I yeah. think bringing more awareness to mental health the younger the better yeah it's actually really cool that you come from a, a filipino background and, right and as a minority i think right. in general sometimes we have a hard time of oh, yeah. accepting that we go through things like that 100 percent. you know especially especially at that age they might brush it off and just be like oh whatever it's just like you're a teenager yeah um i think it's really cool that you had supportive parents that you know, yeah, they, they were really supportive. It was just, I think it was really hard for them to grasp mm -hmm. the concept because they were like, oh, they've never been with, even though they have three children, I'm the middle child, but they haven't, they didn't really know how to deal with it. So it's like the best thing that my parents could have thought about was like, okay, let's, let's help her by, you know, just so getting professional help. I also had um, a psychiatrist that I had to go to, like, I think it was like two times a week. So it was, it was, it was a lot for them too, you know, and it, it was hard because it's like, how do you navigate around mental health when it was something that was very taboo mm. or it's just not spoken yeah. about you know so yeah they were definitely supportive in the best way that they could have been mm. i would say that's really cool that's amazing that yeah. you have parents like that yeah coming back to growing wings specifically yeah what are some of the poems about in, in your novel well it's divided into three parts so the first part is angels of love the second part is the fall and then the third part is rising ground so i've literally um, divided them into into those specific i guess specific parts just so that the poems are i guess more organized in a way where people would be able to follow through with the actual storyline so angels of love is more talking about coming from a place where you're you're 
not just comfortable, but you're familiar with your surroundings and the people around you and being able to know yourself on a level, I guess you could say. And then the fall, which is the second part, is poems that talk about just experience life experiences so relationships and going through those type of hardships in your life and then not really knowing yourself after because now it's like oh like what like why did i make this decision why 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 am i in this situation you know it's very it's very self-discovery i would say the fall and then rising ground is coming into acceptance of okay yeah i went through this and now how do i deal with it or how am i dealing with it so I would say part three is very is very different in terms of part one and two because it's very I think it has a little bit more of a spiritual uh, connotation with a lot of the poems. So um, yeah, I would say it's just pretty much going through that those experiences and and being able to come out and really rise from from those situations that that I guess were very hard. I could say for myself and then I would say a lot of people that that could relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was the process like when you wanted to self-publish this book? Can you explain that? Oh my gosh, the process was crazy. I was just like, okay, I'm just I'm going to write this book. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out along the way. And not to say I didn't get a lot of support, but I I am the type of person that when I want to get something done, I just go ahead in. I go and and regardless of who's supporting me or not, I'm just I want to get this done. So a lot of it was spent on making sure that what the poetry and the short stories and the prose that was that's in the book was something that I wanted it was the truest form of expression that I wanted to showcase right because I'm like this is my first my first body of work and I want to be able I want it to be able to be the best right for in in I guess in my eyes right so it was a lot of dealing with the manuscript I guess like a lot of like aspiring writers also ask me like what the best tip that you would give to somebody who wants to to self-publish and i would def and my thing is like you have to spend a lot of time with your manuscript you want to be good with it you know you want to be at a place where it's like okay yeah this this i'm I'm okay with this and then obviously going through um the not just self-proofing and proofreading for yourself but hiring a professional editor. Luckily, I was able to get refer- someone referred me to to this girl, Kim Lee. She's a, she's amazing. Amazing. Like shout out to her. Um, she really helped me, and she was really good. Um, obviously, you have to be able to have the funds too. Some some editors are they would pay you'd have to pay them a certain rate depending on on their experience. But she was very like affordable, which was really good um, at for, at the time. And yeah, so going through the editing process and then because I, I decided to go a different route, so I didn't publish on Amazon right away. So I went and had to find like a printing company that would print the books for me. And then from then on, and I had to set up my website, which I got help because my boyfriend is really good with tech and like with website design and all of that so i got a lot of help and with with the website stuff and then yeah i was able to sell most of my books and most of um i would say yeah most of the books on my website Mm -hmm. yeah so if somebody today which is something you also help Mm -hmm. women with yeah um they're like okay i'm ready to publish my book so you're saying the first thing they should do is get that manuscript together yeah writing is like the most important part i would say yeah so like how many pages should should they like should they finish the entire manuscript or like how many pages should they have ready um i think if 
the more the more the better in in the sense because like with me i mean it depends on the type of book you're writing too because i did a poetry collection so it would look different um but if you're writing a novel obviously you're, it's way more words it's way more pages but i would say yeah as, try to get as much of it done as possible but when it comes to promoting it you could promote it at any time whether you're finished the book or whether you're not even finished the book i would say promote it early because mm -hmm. i was yeah. promoting it be way before i was done mm -hmm. and i feel like that gave me so much leverage because people knew that I, i was coming out with a book from time and i was putting out a little bit of sneak peeks and excerpts and my process and all of that on social media and i feel like that allowed people to really get to know me so i built that no trust and like factor with my audience and that really helped with sales i would mm -hmm. say yeah okay so Manuscript is number one. Oh yeah, for number, sure. Number two is to find an editor. Oh yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay, yeah. and, and to find an editor, is it just by referral, or is there like an, another way people can find an editor? I think there's other ways. Um, luckily, I, I was able to post something on Facebook. I was like, oh, I'm looking for an editor. If anybody knows anybody, please let me know. So I went that route. But there's like, wait, there's so many things now, especially with the internet. Um, I know, like, I think it's freelancer.com. You could find some freelance editors on there. Fiverr is amazing. You could find so many different services on there. Um, but yeah, I, like, even if you know, even if you just like, literally post something on your social network saying that you're looking for somebody i know that a lot of people like to refer somebody they already know which is how i did it mm -hmm. definitely you could find somebody that way as well yeah and what yeah. would you say is the third most important thing trust your process i know it's like sounds so like it's everybody says this but it's very there's there's truth in it a lot of truth in it and i was i say trust your process because sometimes you might you might have certain deadlines you're like okay i want this done at, at this certain time and i want to do this and work with this person and not every plan falls through but you got to still be able to be like you know what like i got to keep going because this is what i want to do right and there's so many things like even for myself i, I doubted myself throughout the process which is very normal i would say it's a very normal part of the process is when you doubt your own writing especially as a creative you doubt yourself a lot so i would definitely say trust your process because even for me like i came out with one book but there's a lot of authors that i that i network with that have more than one book you know and it's like i can't compare myself to somebody else you know and it took me like a good five six years to actually come up with all the content and the writing right so i want i I would definitely t say somebody to like, yeah, if you're you're going down this journey, and even if you're on a different journey, um, as a creative, definitely have to trust your process. Yeah. Like it's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. So when people are reaching out to you, because like, mm -hmm. you, know, you you also provide the coaching, I'm guessing. Is it like a coaching? Um, I, I I guess more of resources and okay. like consulting as okay. well. Okay. Yeah. So how do you think in doing that you're helping to elevate other women? Well, I mean, a lot of women reach out to me, which is which is awesome. Most of my audience is women, and a lot of them do ask me questions, and they they really they really are interested because a lot of them want to write. And anytime they ask me, I literally provide that value to them. And I also on all of my social media networks, especially on Instagram, because that's my platform that I'm more the most active on. I always drop a lot of things in my stories and and within my post content where I do talk about like self publishing tips. I also have a a free ebook pdf out right now that's that goes through different the, the process of self-publishing and um uplifting women in in that respect is definitely something that i do like daily as much as i can and within my content within my interactions with them and just within my story as well like they 
a lot of the women that have read my book are they they come back to me and they're they ask me a whole bunch of questions like you know like how was it going through this like you know how did you get over this hurdle or how did you come out of this relationship so i guess just being that support system as well for women not just in self-publishing but just even as like somebody i feel like they could talk to i definitely feel like that's something that i'm that i provide for for women mm-hmm. as well yeah i mean the, the actual act of mm-hmm. providing women with guidance mm-hmm. on how they can speak their truth yeah i think it's powerful oh for sure right like yeah. there's so many you know women who have so many things to say and i think yeah. poetry is beautiful right it's so beautiful right People like ruby core yeah are doing insanely incredible who knows you could be the next her. Right? i hope that's literally the goal like i'm putting it out <laughs> yeah no you know? that's the goal <laughs> but it's just like it's it's so impactful and yeah. it's so important that we learn how to to speak our truths in in ways that empower us i agree and i just i just have to like applaud you thank for, you for for writing your book but also just like noticing and realizing the power that comes with that and saying hey i also want to help other women right to do this right. because i know how important this is and yeah. i can see how it's affected my life for the better for sure you know so like that's honestly so good on you mm-hmm. you know going back to your previous experience of a feeling like outsider like mm-hmm. an outsider and mm-hmm. and how that you know might have affected you as you grew up this is kind of also part of your book about rising right and i think a part of rising and mm-hmm. self-love mm-hmm. is being comfortable enough to show people who you truly are right you know and i think in being this unapologetic person there's also another power to that right the way i'm, I'm seeing you it feels like that's a person that you are like you you encapsulate right your book in, in real life right right so how would you tell other women that they can also become unapologetic like you like what are things that you did to have this confidence to you know have self-love and to show people who you truly are um that's a really good question definitely i would say i feel like being unapologetic and raw was just like one of my main things earlier on before i even was like putting out my book and stuff like that i just always believed in being real and being honest about just yourself and i feel like amongst my peers or growing up amongst my peers i was always the most vulnerable and the most truthful which kind of didn't work in my favor in those times right i think it's just really understanding where you feel like you could i guess like just speak your truth because for me it was always through writing like i guess my my biggest medium and i do that like every every i feel like everybody and every woman does it differently some dance some do it through like like one of my friends she's she does brows you know like i feel like everybody has their own truth and their own path my way is obviously through poetry and being unapologetic in sharing my my truth through poetry but i feel like there's so many other ways to do it me just being able to do it this one way i hope really just inspires another woman whether she's a runner or she's you know a ceo whatever it is that she's doing i feel like one i hope that i can inspire somebody just to continue to do that because that's that's their that's their truth in their form you know doing your own thing and 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 whatever it is that's in your heart that's your dream just do that it might not be what i'm doing which is which is poetry and writing but it's in another way and i feel like that's just as valid that's just as needed in this world like people need to see that light Mm -hmm. right so that's what i would say i love that i really love that Um, (laughs) and and I guess so for anybody who 
wants to keep in touch with you, mm-hmm. you know, wants to follow you on social media, like what's the best way to do that? I'm heavily active on Instagram, so at Joanne's Writings, and my website is www.joannesantos.com. I'm also on Pinterest with the same handle, Joanne's Writings, and I dabble in t- Twitter a little bit, and, and it's Joanne X Santos. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Outside Girl Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at underscore the OG podcast or online at www.theoutsidegirl.com and check you on the next episode.